1: flushcarecom slash
0: Hey, y'all. It's Chanel from the Challenge USA 2. I'm here on the Zach Nichols podcast, and we are talking all the shit.
3: Welcome back to the Zach Nichols podcast. Here with my co-host, Mr. Zach Nichols.
1: Do it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Ba-boom-ba-bing. I wish and, I had played when I worked out. Oh, <laughs> I have to <laughs> send speakers to your house. Yeah. We have another
3: Challenge finalist in the building. Survivor contestant, Miss Chanel Howell.
1: Hey. All the way from the big, the real Big Apple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not one of those people that, like lives in brighton and says hey, I'm detroit. yeah I'm
3: no you're you're claiming it because you live right in manhattan is that factual
0: yeah it's factual i live in the best city in the world
3: well I, well i mean you know you could claim it but mm, but
0: not debatable
3: <laughs> definitely not the best definitely not the best uh basketball team here in detroit the Bruh. knicks aren't much better Bruh. we're at the pistons game last night we got shellacked by your favorite player lebron james
1: oh, i hate Bruh. lebron james <laughs>
3: Stand <laughs> well, he gave us the business at 38 years old, literally yeah. just dominated us. How was the game? Did you have fun? Y'all, y'all got
0: whooped.
1: Yeah. Bad. But you know
0: what? I'm used to it because I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah.
1: So. Oh, yeah. you're a Knicks fan. Yeah. Yeah. I live in
0: the city. Why not? You yeah. know?
1: Is that So you're from the city.
0: Nah, though. no. I'm no. from Connecticut. Oh, I moved okay. to New York about six years ago um, just because, like, it's, it's like the closest big city to me. And I yeah. think that's just like the natural move, you know, when you want to leave right. your hometown
1: so like mo- chicago for us yeah Correct. exactly i almost said Chirac. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we're past those days i caught myself yeah
3: <laughs> um so is that like they call it, is that the tri-state area yeah, is that Tri- right State, so we we'll talked what is that like the tri-state area
0: it's connecticut jersey new york okay, Like okay you know we, we have the uh, imposters from like jersey Yeah, I was going to say, Jenna always says Hoboken.
3: that's
1: not the city. Wow. Oh, yeah.
0: Michelle knows all about that. I
1: was going
3: to say, man, (laughs) I believe that's a Michelle thing. Yeah. Yeah. They they
0: try to claim the city. No, you're from Jersey.
3: (laughs) Yep.
1: Well. You had to take the ferry.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You know.
1: But
0: the ferry is actually kind of luxury. Like, not going to hold you. Oh, I don't see.
1: I don't do, because Jenna's from New York, so I've spent time there. I can't do the city. I struggle there. Yeah. No, it's fair. Like, I've never been in the subway.
0: Wow. Nothing's more frightening to me
1: than looking at the air coming out of there. And, like, I follow subway creatures. So, I'm like, basically, that's enough for me.
0: Yeah, the subway is a very interesting place. Like, you have seen it all, but the crazy thing is you're so jaded. So, like, someone will walk in, they'll do, like, a big old performance in front of you, and you're just, eh. And you, like, look down, you just keep moving, you know, because you're so used to the craziest shit on the subway it's like yeah no no shit yeah
1: that thing is crazy wow well, you've
3: you've uh experienced so the depths of, the of you know south america and eastern <laughs> <laughs> europe but you won't ride a new york subway
1: no oh no <laughs> that, that, that
3: tells you everything no. you need to know about that in the city
0: yeah i mean listen if you live there subway is the most efficient way to get around It's quick it's traffic like crazy in the city so yeah you get used to it, but obviously, like, it's just
1: it's another world.
3: And that's a that's a time is money thing, as we know, in the yes. final time is money. Facts. So
1: I've heard that there are <laughs> down underneath New York City, there are subway spots and stations that are just abandoned, not used anymore. I'm sure. That's insane. I'm sure. There's yeah. like a whole nother world going on. That's where the Ninja Turtles right. live. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Literally, you know,
1: like that's really something that goes on down there. Yeah. like They'll just be like, oh, we're not using this anymore underneath new york city has to be insane like swiss cheese and that's an island it's crazy Did yeah men in black new york city is insane <laughs> yes i the way i explain it to people is when you're outside it's the only place where i've ever been like outside but you feel like you're still indoors yeah sometimes. wow That's a know, there's the cra- buildings. yeah
0: you know what the crazy thing is too like there's a whole underground like type of world i can get from like 40th street to 50th street completely underground not even have to having to come up for air
1: that's crazy Just walking
0: that's why the, that's
3: yeah. why they say new york is like literally its own culture yeah. period 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 yeah. well we'll get into more uh, about new york and all the personal stuff but um you you brought up michelle so we're going to talk about usa2 and everything you got going on yeah. but real quick uh definitely want to give you another round of applause for making a final in your first challenge come on G, give it to her one time
0: thank you thank you honestly did not think I was going to make the final. Like, when I first started, I said, girl, just don't go home first. Like
1: yeah, For sure. Just
0: don't go home first. And then I got, like, a little bit further. I said, oh, I can make it to the halfway point. That might be enough for a callback. Like, okay. And then once we got to the halfway point, I was like, man, my my path looks clean. Oh, yeah. It looks clear. Uh, I was like, just make it to a final. Um, and then once I got to the final, I was like, why not, you know?
1: Yeah, throw it all out on the table. It's right
3: yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a fun ride watching. Um, you were able Mm. to go through a whole game without being voting into elimination once. So the reason I bring that up is because and I make a very big point to say, like before I started covering this this stuff, I I didn't put enough emphasis on your political game and what it takes to make it to a final. So uh,
1: uh Mastered the Homer Simpson. Yeah, you know that gif where like he just sinks back into the bush? That's exactly what you do. It's like, oh, time to vote. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I bring that up because. go to the bathroom.
3: <laughs> a couple people have said behind the scenes, you were one of the most vocal people making stuff happen. So I, I am going to jump around with that question. Yeah, is this something
1: you were like Wendy Williams. Yeah. Getting up. You had the coffee going. You had the conversations. Yeah. They were listen. waking up and you were like, you know, a couple pots of coffee and two packs of cigs deep. Yeah. <laughs> Street talk, conversating. Talk to I us was, about making TV.
0: I was up early. Listen, every every morning I was the first one up. I'd go upstairs, look around, take a lap, see who's up. Nobody's up. Uh maybe, maybe Michaela was up, Monty was up, but no. what, did,
1: what?
3: How early did your day start?
0: Uh, I don't I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, there's what no like, time. Oh really? So
1: yeah, so you can have a watch, you just can't bring it to elimination rounds. A lot of people don't bring them. I would always bring one because that would be my alarm in the morning. Got you, got you. So I always knew when I would wake up, but, like, that's the weird thing is, like, you you really don't know what time you go to bed either. Right.
0: Uh, Well, you know what? Eventually we did get clocks, and I will say, like, very consistently bedtime was, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., like, because especially eliminations, Mm -hmm. they don't start until 10 p.m., you you know, like, 11 p.m., and then you get back from 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 eliminations at like 1 a.m then everybody's got to make a frozen pizza you got to have a little bit of wine you got to talk about what just went down and then all right it's time to wind down it's 2 a.m
1: yeah you know that is true and then if you go out you're getting back around that time anyways
0: yeah exactly
3: yeah that's crazy insight and then you think so you get up early you're the first one uh kind of at it ready to make stuff happen
0: yeah i mean i like to it's interesting because survivor is different from the the challenge survivor If you catch someone up, you want to have a strategy session. You want to talk. It is so interesting playing with the vets because y'all don't talk strategy like that. Like, like I remember Bananas was one of my closest male allies in the game. And this man would be like, I'm not talking strategy. Like, he just would not do it. But I appreciated Wes because he did talk a lot of strategy with me. And yeah. 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 And, like, honestly, Wes doesn't get enough props and credits because – like he taught me so much about the game while in it that I didn't get from a lot of other um vets mm-hmm. but yeah so I would just get up early in the morning I'd like you know chit chat build rapport really talk to people see you know see how they're feeling on a personal level though right? right so that when it's time to talk strategy I know that you like me you trust me we have yeah. a relationship
1: you can't just come in and be like so what about, uh, about the game you have to you have to like you first yes. you know I think a lot of people make the mistake of only talking game and people pick up on that. And then that's when people are saying, well, they said this to me. You kind of got to get that trust going. And then once that trust is there, maybe try to get them to bring it up to you.
0: Yeah. And let
1: them give you the information. So you're just there kind of jiving with them, making conversation. And they're like, whoa, Chanel's cool. Like, I'm down with this. And then all of a sudden they're... Mix that in mix
3: that in with some good performances in the challenges. Boom, boom. Okay, now there's yeah. some equity in this girl.
1: Exactly.
3: So you talked about Johnny and Wes. Talk to us about how you see their games being different, even though they're both at high levels. And I did meet Johnny uh, over the past weekend. I got this hat from, hey. if you live in Florida, go check yeah, out dude, uh, were... Rumble Boca. I had to, you know what I'm saying, rep it. He gave me some time, so I wanted to make sure I give him some shine. You, you know what like I like
1: mean? Top 20 most interesting men in the world. <laughs> Who, me? just yeah, always on the move. Like, in Detroit filming a podcast one day. Thanks given eating turkey and then he's like miami
3: miami fort lauderdale i'm boca raton i tried to make it i made my trip worth it fam time first fam time first always then we got to business so no it was good but talk to us about what's different about the way they approach the game johnny and wes
0: it's interesting um so i went into the game knowing everyone's reputations and obviously before I, before I went into the game, I got all these DMS on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Don't trust the vets. Get them out first. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, you feel like a little bit hyped up by the fans. So you're just like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the vets out.
1: Well,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then also y'all are
1: good like that's the that's the, yeah
0: <laughs> like good like i mean like
1: gym class hero good yo yeah.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely like masterful were you watching. actually like
3: so su- were you actually like surprised like to see like the level of athleticism and then like, just smarts in the game
0: yes blown away mm-hmm. blown away the level of just like strategy when you see johnny and wes and those are the two that i was paying attention to analyze a challenge and be like, this is what you have to do. This is how you break it down. It happens instantaneously. And it is so impressive to watch in person because I'm like, yo, I would have never thought about that. Yeah, you smart
3: know? people to watch 20 years plus for both of those guys. I mean, those are those are the goats.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would say the interesting thing that I appreciated about, uh, like, Wes's game, which is he taught me something, which was, like, how important it is to be able to pivot because I went in there gung, guns blazing, like, I'm about to get these vets out. I'm not playing with none of them. And I think you see the one deliberation where I'm like going at it with Josh. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was kind of like in that fight by myself and I had to think like, man, this is a really short sighted game to be very much targeting the, the vets with, uh, no underlying relationships. It's just like, that's, it's, it's it's just bad gameplay, you know? And through my conversations with Wes, cause I was really targeting him at first, I was able to build a really strong alliance with him, which was really great that, you know, not a lot of people knew about, but I think that it protected me, you know, a little bit later in the game. So yeah,
1: like, yeah. for sure. Almost like you went in and instantly you burned a couple of bridges and then yeah. you're like, well, wait a second. Yeah. I'm going to rebuild a few of these because yeah. it's not necessarily your main alliances that get you further in the game. It's it's like this little like side deal. It's like, okay, like I may not be playing the game step for step with Wes, but we have a mutual understanding here. Yeah. Like, You know, so if he wins, I know that we're close enough that I'm not going to be his first target. Whereas if you would have kept those walls up, Mm -hmm. now you're all the vets first choice. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And then with Johnny was more unspoken. Like I liked him. He started off on the red team, which was really great for me. But with him, I didn't have to check in with him every week. It wasn't like we're going to have a strategy session. Who are you thinking? All of that stuff. It was just more so like, I know that I'm not going to touch him. He's not going to touch me. We're, We're good.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, when, when you have that type of relationship, it seems like you know you're really only going to be the vote if you're, like, the obvious choice, where, like, hey, they're friends with A, B, and C that are obvious, then it's me. Okay, at least I'd rather be there than, you know, at the bottom of it. And also, um, I thought it was really interesting to hear that behind-the-scenes stuff about you and Wes, because— I was critical of Wes. I was saying the West that I know is making deals right now with the younger and the newer people. And he's like to me, bro, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. He's like, that is happening.
1: He's yeah. like, he pretty much guaranteed uh, that it was happening. You know who else did a good job of that too? It was Corey. Yeah. Corey probably oh. had a majority of his conversations off camera. Yeah. Because you knew he was good with everyone. You saw a couple. They they tried to highlight him from like a the surveillance camera talking to I think either you or Desi in the kitchen, maybe both. Yeah. But yeah, you could tell he was doing that too.
3: Yeah. Talk you know. about your relationship with Corey and like how like rank. How about this? Let's do this.
1: Mm.
3: Wes, Corey, bananas. And I know you yeah. want to do future
1: challenges. How about this? Let's just say it got to a point in the game where mm. you had to throw in Wes, Corey, or bananas. Oh. Who would it cause that sometimes that happens.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, honestly, I can't even answer that.
1: Those are probably the hardest parts of the challenge. Yes. You have to choose between three people who you're good with and or have made deals with.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Like, I don't even know what I would have done. And the thing is, once we hit the halfway point of the game where we all got our black jerseys, Mm -hmm. I was like, My strategy was I'm going to have my top four and my top four, my top four guys, my top four girls. And once one of them went home, someone else stepped into the top four spot. Oh,
1: yeah. You had a a roster. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And so, like, I didn't think that there would have to be a time where I would have to make that decision, which is great because, honestly, I don't know who I would have chosen. I had very different but
1: equally as valuable relationships with all three of them. So. You always basically, you had your people that you were never going to touch. Yeah. And then you had your scapegoat. Yeah. Which is a really good way to play it. And yeah. then you just basically had your bets, hopefully. But the best part about that is you can still know who your scapegoat is, yeah. and just butter them up and get a relationship with them. Right. So they may not say your name, but you know you have to say theirs in a the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's key. So key. Yeah.
3: So talk to us about how <clears> – <throat> uh, no, you're good. So talk to us about how Chris went from being the in, on the inside with the survivors to, like, everyone hating him and wanting him to go home for five weeks in a row until the very last week.
0: Yo, I'm, I'm going to be real. There was never a Survivor Alliance, like – there was never a survivor <laughs> alliance. Keep real, fam. Like I think that that's like great TV, but like I didn't trust Cassidy. I didn't trust Chris. I didn't trust Sebastian. I did trust Michelle. I did trust Michaela and Desi. Um, but but really, like from the beginning, the blue team, which was Sebastian, Chris, and Cassidy, wildly protected for so much of the first part of the game. Right. So while me and Michelle. Our, and Desi and Michaela were scrambling, we're, be, we're building relationships, we're making deals, we're putting all that work in up front. I remember it would be like challenge days, and we'd see Cassidy and Chris and Sebastian taking shots, like, hey, let's turn off, let's get in the hot tub. I'm like, baby, we have elimination in a couple hours. No, right, like, you know, yeah. or like everyone's partying at the club, and I'm like, I'm not drinking, I might have to go in tomorrow. Right. And so it's so interesting to see how the game evolved, where you see the people who were the least protected in the beginning were the most protected in the end, mm-hmm. versus the people who were the most protected, largely on the blue team in the beginning, were going in over and over and over right. because I feel like they didn't have to have that equity up front that we did.
1: Right. Yeah. That's the crazy part about is we used to have like one theme and ride that. Yeah. So imagine being on a show where like that was the theme where now you're scrambling the whole time. That's what the beauty of like the shakeup is. Mm. When you change, like, okay, we're gonna go from teams to individual, it does. It literally takes you from a very safe spot in the game to like, yeah, you know, anything yeah. can happen. It's different. Yeah,
3: it's so crazy. Uh, what you said that and Michaela and Desi, I think both said something similar, which is like, you guys looked at each other and said like, no, like we made it to this point. Having to you know scrap and make a deal or and they're going to elimination for for some of the girls every single week, and you know you've had this, this slide all the way to halfway now you're gonna now you're gonna work for it,
0: yeah, yeah, like. <clears throat>
2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
0: Like it's it, yeah. Like I feel like I scrapped our the red team was awful, like unequivocally just bad. Um yeah, it was. Yeah, like it was and the thing is we had such good athletes. We just didn't have that synergy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I feel like I was fighting for my life every single time. And the thing is, I I see a lot of the discourse online, like Chanel kind of slid or whatever, like fam, I did not slide. I like from a social standpoint worked my ass off. I think we see a lot of me, Desi, Michaela kind of like uh, playing together. And it's easy to see for us to kind of get, for me specifically, to get lost in the shadows or lost in translation. But like truly I was the person you have like, the CEO of a company, but then you have the chief of staff who's behind the scenes, pulling, putting everything together, sewing it together. Mm -hmm. I was like that person. I was like, I'm pulling this person, this, they're not going to touch you. I promise you this, you know? And so like, I really had to work behind the scenes in a way that's so nuanced that you can't always tell it on screen.
1: Political players typically will get that rap. Yeah. Like, or if you're, you know, they don't, there's different types of work just because you're not doing it in front of the camera in the sand doesn't mean you're not playing the game and putting in the work and social social political players will get that rap more often than not. And I would, I laugh because it's like the person that gets thrown in all the time always has this, the speech that's like, well, there's people here who haven't earned it. Like you're supposed to be like, Oh yeah, sure. Let me, let me go put my stake in the game on the line because you don't know how to have conversations or how to read a room. Yeah. That's my fault. Everyone has a different path to the final i think i've done it twice where i went and didn't go into a single elimination round and made it to the end beautiful but that's not perfect gameplay. did i slide yeah away from elimination rounds but like there was a ton of work that went into that not going in yeah you know it's good gameplay yeah it's a different style of game and just because you're not seeing me drag someone through the sand doesn't mean i'm not putting in equal amounts of work yeah you know
3: i love that let me ask you this now who from your era does that kind of remind you of? A social player that played a great social game and good enough, you know, where they could kind of make it happen without having to go in that often?
1: Well, Devin, mm-hmm. she made it to two challenges, two finals. She went in her first one because it was a rookie season and she won her elimination rounds. And then her second one, she made it to a certain point, And then all the girls were like, we're going to protect her because we want her in the final. That's still a social move. Like, yeah. sure. Take me there because of whatever. But so I'm not going to beat you. Yeah. Just bring me. I'm trying to think. Other really good social players. Um, well, I'm trying to, like, there's a lot of good social players, but, like, just have not gone into an elimination round. I mean, CT does it really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CT does a really good job of, again, having conversations and not pushing but getting information and then using it. Because what CT will actually do is get a bit of information and then he'll go start a fire and walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll take that information, start a fire and walk away, and then watch everything explode. So, like, that's more of like a maniacal way to do it. But I mean, that's like making it to like Michelle does that. She's yeah. at social. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good social yeah, there, there's players. There's a bunch of like... good ones.
3: Who, who would you say, besides yourself? Like, and first, actually, one more thing before I ask this question. Yeah. After meeting with Kayla, love her. After meeting Desi, also love her. You're by far. The one that could probably make more relationships, and I'll tell you that because both of them are to themselves. Yeah, they really are amazing people. They take a second to like break through. Once you break through, they're like your best friends. Yeah, but like, how hard is it to break? I feel like you do a better job of making the relationship off rip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, it guess- just it makes it just makes perfect sense how the the three of you
1: together, once it was known that you're a group, would
3: all balance each other out. Like, well, and I guess my
1: the thing I'm saying is. To do it, you're a rookie. Your first season of the challenge, to, go in, to not go into an elimination round. So Kyle, actually. Mm. That is the perfect example because Kyle did his first season and was the same way. It was just social butterfly. Everybody loved him. He didn't go in because it didn't make sense. He won a couple right away. So he was in a power seat. And then everyone was like, dude, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> He's the man. Like we, Everyone just liked him so much that he made it all the way to a final. That is a very... There's, yeah, so you and Kyle—the only people that I know that I can think of that have done that—and yeah. that's really impressive because most of the time, when you're a rookie, you take your licks and then you come back and people are like, "Okay, like proved themselves. Now you can play that social game." But you just came in right off the rip and you were like, "Okay, like let me do this."
0: Yeah, that's you know, impressive. You know what's you and Kyle? You know what's crazy about it too? I remember when we first got like we all first got together as a cast. I thought of myself as an extrovert. But when I got around the vets, I said, yo, no way. Like, I'm an introvert. Like, I don't know what I thought I was.
1: They can turn it on.
0: Y'all are, like, next level. Like, it's crazy. Well, again,
1: I attribute that to the fact that you've done two seasons of Survivor, right? Just one. Just one. So you did one season of Survivor, and then you did one season of the Challenge. Yeah. Okay, I've done All Together, The Real World, Chance for Stars, and I think I did 11 Challenges. So that's 13 different television shows.
0: Yeah, true.
1: So when I first started doing it, I was like, oh my gosh! Like you just—it's almost like you get smacked in the face with energy. Yes. Social energy. Yes. And then my first time, I remember after like three weeks, I was like, I I can't hang. I needed like I'm like I need to just go in a dark room for a week. But then you kind of get like it's like getting in shape for it, and then you just know like all those vets know: lights, camera, action, basically. Yes. Go. Yes. And that's the thing. And you're right. It's it's a lot. It's like almost like on like, matchable social energy.
0: 100%. Like, I, I remember sitting down with Corey. we just chilling, talking, whatever. As soon as the camera co- comes in, so, Chanel, tell me about your why. I was like... Oh, yeah. You really turn it on. And I
1: guarantee you there was a producer behind the camera person around the corner who looked at Corey and was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guarantee it. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, too here's too. the thing. If a camera walks in a room, the producers hate it when you just stop talking. Yeah. Like, if they walk into a room they appreciate it when you're like okay i'm here to do a job cam here maybe he didn't want to talk about games so he was like let's at least get a meaningful conversation yeah. and then boom they leave and then Corey probably snapped right back into like yeah. chilling yeah that's that's you're, you're right that hits it on the head because while it is nothing's scripted you know as a vet when the cameron's come around you're like okay i gotta give them they're in here for a reason so if i just keep talking about like my favorite donut in new york city like the producer's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So there's been times where like they've walked in and I look at Like if I'm close with them, I look at them like, come on, I'm just trying to chill. And then I snap up, give them like this conversation about whatever that, you know, and then they leave. And I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you pay but you do. Yeah, you're right. Like you don't like we know that because it's like it's almost like you do it 13, 14, yeah. 27 yeah. times. You learn like, how to produce a show. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: Versus me. I'm just like. We were just talking about pizza. Like, uh, right. you want me to, per- you know? Yeah,
1: now I got to tell you why I'm here. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but it's it's honestly, playing with vets is literally just like a master class. Like, yeah. it really is. It's I know truly incredible. So if I ever do play again, I have so much more that I right. understand about how it works and, mm-hmm. you know, how you have to be, which... You know, it's just gonna
3: you you know and take what with you. and what a season to make a final in because you had you you had the opportunity to compete, compete against um some of the great you know men and and women in your you know your yeah. your era you know you had Tori on this challenge you had a bananas you had a Wes.
1: um you know what, that, I that's a big like deal see, so because you guys you Michaela and Desi like in that first part of that final the physical the physicality like let's see who can handle lactic acid you guys destroyed Tori. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like these, I said, I said to Michaela and I said to him, these survivor girls are a problem on the challenge because that, and then when we talked to Desi, she was like, they made it look like it was really close, but it really wasn't. And she's a physical phenomenon. She's She's a a beast. She's a a beast. beast. So for me to see that and just understand athletics in the show and be like, damn, that's huge. Um, But I would have really liked to seen like, you know what? Like, let's do this. Give me you three and maybe a couple of just absolute savages from the first USA. And then literally, let's do like the five best girls from CBS. And then add like Kara, Laurel, and maybe like one or two more. And do the same thing on each side. Because I honestly, I think the guys might be a little bit, but I don't think the girls would be. I think you guys would physically give a lot of them a run because that was impressive
0: thank you yeah i mean listen shout out to tori she's a beast she absolutely performs so well throughout the dailies again like seeing vets at work was like damn um but you know what it is i think with survivor you're so used to like performing on zero right. nothing yeah. like starvation that yeah. like when it's time to turn it on yeah. you just turn it on yeah, like, you know like
1: when you're doing survival you're like i'm too tired and hungry to get butterflies or be nervous about this yeah on the challenge you're like holy crap i have a stomach full of food and i could have had pre-workout with uh yeah dusty <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> lit as fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like you're like like you i think you said in the first episode you were like wait a second, like, I got a bed.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, and that makes total sense. You guys are so used to doing everything while suffering where it's like the final is whatever. Yeah. It's
0: it's like in Survivor, you are playing with your life on the line every single time, Mm -hmm. but in the challenge, you have a chance to to play. Like, again, right? Mm -hmm. If you get voted in, you get to fight for your life. Right. You don't get that luxury on Survivor, and so we just learn to scrap, to play, to do all that stuff from the beginning. Right. Yeah. So um yeah I mean it definitely was a it was a hard final it was a stacked final but like yeah, it, was. it was anyone's game like going into to the final I was like y'all are all smart y'all are all strong y'all are all like very very good you guys have all proven that I was the only one who hadn't won a daily mm-hmm. um like an individual one mm-hmm. leading into the final and so you know I think that it was like maybe maybe I was slightly underestimated but I think everyone was just like a very very like Big threat in their own rights.
1: Absolutely. Well, I don't think you were because every single person that had come in here yeah. had said like, even though you hadn't won one of the individual dailies, they were like, every single person was like, she, like she was top girl on every single yeah. challenge. Like, yeah. And there's something to be said about like people who will get first and then a last and then a first and then middle of the road and then last. And there's also... If you get second and third and second and fourth, and you're just always in that top tier, like people notice that. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't win any of them, but you also didn't finish worse than fifth in any challenge. Yeah. That's a pretty big. That's a big deal. Yeah.
3: Right. And I can't believe I didn't start the show reminding everybody about the beautiful rebounder. And oh you oh almost,
1: like That was probably one of my favorite one-liners <laughs> in the whole season. A round of applause Yo. for the beautiful rebounder, Yo. please. Yo. <laughs> that,
0: yeah. I
3: mean, stunning I, yeah. gorgeous everything every adjective first yeah, all that yeah attitude. smart whatever but that i just a I just did synonyms of beautiful because that was yo. your word but everything above ruby rebounder you almost had that one i think if you you got in your nerves a little bit or else you would have had it yo i'm gonna be honest with you that concludes the free preview of the zach nichols podcast
1: so go to patreon and subscribe to see the rest of the shit that we talk go do it now
3: <laughs>